Welcome back, everyone, to Starfish Detectives, episode number two. More am I the aardvark, which is what I'll be calling it to get around YouTube's uh, demonetization. <laughs> <laughs> Although with uh, the regular subreddit, the one with the H on the end, and also the subreddit, two hot takes, all the same concept. Um, so, Cam, you're coming out swinging with some today. Do you want to start us off here? Uh, sure. Yeah, you want me to read? Yeah, go for it. All right, cool. Uh, so, am I the aardvark for asking my boyfriend to cut out his female best friend? My 27 female, or what does it say? 27F? Yeah, that, that means female. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, my 27 female boyfriend, Matt, 30 male. So, oh, so she's 27. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The way she's you read that was really and, okay, yeah, My bad, my bad. I'm too, yeah. too literal, too literal. So, she's 27. Her boyfriend's 30. Has had a lifelong friendship with a girl, Allie but that I just don't feel comfortable with. I'm not fundamentally opposed to men and women being friends, but I don't have any male friends myself, so it's not something I'm used to. Ooh. Some red flags to me. Number one, in Matt's last relationship, very long term, some guy told Matt's ex-girlfriend that Matt was cheating on her with Al or Allie. Her ex-girlfriend was obviously pissed, although apparently didn't believe it, and Matt temporarily cut Allie out of his life. Matt has said to his ex-girlfriend and I that it never happened and that this guy was retaliating against Matt about something else. Mm. Ex-girlfriend never had a good relationship with Allie and ended up adopting a policy that just don't tell me when you guys hang out with or when you hang out with her. I don't like it and I don't want to know about it. That doesn't Number sound like two. a toxic relationship situation at all. Seems very oh, yeah, healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number two, when I first met Allie, she spent a lot of time talking about memories with Matt that just sounded suspicious and lacked important context, i.e. Matt sleeping over at her place while drunk, Matt taking her out to a nice steakhouse, one-on-one, -on -one, etc. There were mega pick-me-girl vibes throughout, and it almost felt like all the stories she shared were specifically chosen for a gray area and follow-up questions they could produce. Okay. Uh, in the time that I've known Allie, she has not put any effort into getting to know me or asking us or asking about about us as a couple. She is also his only close friend who does not follow me on any form of social media. <laughs> number four, <laughs> Allie has been in a okay. Number three is a bit sus, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, number four, Allie has been in a relationship for about a year with another guy but has always downplayed this relationship to Matt. She says it's not serious, that they've never even had sex, etc. However, after I met the boyfriend, it became very obvious that at least some of this is a lie. Matt recognizes as well. Number five, Allie sometimes texts Matt stuff that makes me feel uneasy, i.e. I miss you and you're the only person who understands me and you make me feel less stressed, etc. She also sends a lot of winky faces and is very complimentary to Matt. Six, Matt has lied to me about spending time with her one-on-one -on, -one on multiple Ooh. occasions and about Allie reaching out as much as she does, which I only recently found out about. He says that he has hidden this stuff from me as he doesn't want to make me feel jealous about their closeness, but I find it much worse to find out the truth from other people and or after months of things occurring. Some parts of me want to accept their dynamic and just be happy that he has a good friend who has been there with him through so many difficult memories in life and helped him get through it. I, l I don't want to be a crazy, jealous girlfriend placing ultimatums and being a nag, and I've never liked this in the relationship before. But at this point, I can no longer keep this up. I fixate and overanalyze nonstop, and it seems like I can't go more than a few days without starting an argument or being mopey. Neither of us are particularly happy as a result. I know Matt loves me. He moved across the country to be with me recently, and if that were really in... 
if they really wanted to be to eat with each other, it would have happened by now. But I can't shake this feeling. Okay. About two weeks ago, I finally broke and asked Matt if he would cut her out of our lives during a fight. This idea had come up before, first from Matt himself, but I wanted to try settling other boundaries first in case there was some other way this could be resolved. I also spent a lot of time discussing this with my therapist to try to find a resolution more independently, addressing my own influences, values, etc. as they impact my interpretation of the situation. Unfortunately, these options haven't worked, and I now feel like cutting things off is the only potential solution to saving our relationship. I feel awful asking anyone to do this, especially someone I love and care about. I know that strong childhood friendships are so important, but I can't keep feeling like the dynamic of theirs is not conductive to either of them having a healthy, happy relationship. As far as I know, he hasn't had the talk with her yet, but says he's going to soon. I'm just trying to figure out if I'm overreacting or should ask him not to, or if this is justified. Am I the aardvark for asking this? Spicy. Wow. Very this spicy. This is a very spicy one. I, yeah. I'm really curious to hear your take on this. I'm, I'm, yeah. Oh, oh. So I will say, um, reading through the, the points, the red flags that the girlfriend listed off. Yeah. Tell me um, your like big standouts. Like, are they, okay. First tell me like, are there ones yeah. that aren't red flags to you? Well, um, yeah, yes. Yes. Okay. So, okay. So first of all, one thing that I think is incredibly clear from this is that Allie has a big crush on Matt that, you know, she, oh, yeah. right. Like she wants to get in his pants. Totally. Um, however, I, I will say that point number two, when Allie is talking about memories with Matt that sounded suspicious, I feel like if she was actually full on sleeping with Matt and having an affair, she would not be upfront about that stuff. And she would, you know, be much more secretive. I think the fact that she's talking about it indicates that she can't hide the fact of how much she wants Matt to, you know, take advantage of those opportunities to do some stuff. Um, and so I almost feel like Allie talking about that is indicating that those negative things are not necessarily, those cheating related things are not actually happening. Mm -hmm. Um, and as we talked about briefly, as you said it, the thing of Allie not following her on social media, uh, whatever, like who cares? <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And then in general, yeah. through point through the, the fifth red flag, I was kind of like, okay, Allie has a crush on Matt. Matt hasn't done anything wrong here. Like, I don't, I do think the girlfriend is, you know, take it, blowing this out of proportion. And then point six drops <laughs> of, uh, of Matt lying about spending time one-on-one -on -one with some, with her. And I mean, I personally think that, uh, spending one-on-one -on -one time with someone who has a crush on you, um, and hiding that from your significant other is a very cut and dry breakupable offense <laughs> like really interesting okay yeah yeah i'm not saying that like you need to break up necessarily and in particular in the context here uh of like the whole drama in matt's previous relationship where uh apparently if we believe matt um basically things were very toxic with his girlfriend and he had to to lie about well basically he had to not tell his girlfriend about hanging out with Ali like that was their like that was their standard you could argue that you know he's just kind of used to that and doesn't want to deal with the drama and so he just kind of reverted to doing that with his new girlfriend but i do think it's a huge deal 
lying about spending time with someone who has a crush on you, even if you're not doing anything bad, it just is a yeah. pretty significant betrayal of trust. See, I think. Yeah, totally. That's interesting. I, I actually didn't expect number six to be the, the biggest offense. Actually, like personally mm -hmm. for me, like I didn't care about the social media part of number three, but yeah. number three, I think was the most telling about Allie having a crush on Matt because she says she's like put no real effort into like getting to know her at all. Right, right. And I feel like if you're actually just Matt's friend, you'd want to know about who he's dating. And like you'd That's like true. want to be interested in, you know, him having a healthy relationship. See, mm -hmm. for me, I think three is like very damning that Ali has like an actual crush on him. Yeah, that's, I, that's fair. I, I do yeah. agree with that now that you put it that way. Yeah, I have. So I have, I would say, personal experience in the situation, mm -hmm. but it, not in the situation of like, like just in the situation of dating someone and also having like a good best friend that's a girl. But the only reason yeah. I think that it wasn't like this at all is because um, they were already friends. Like, they already were, like, chill with each other. So, like... Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so the type, yeah. type of relationship <laughs> that, like, I could have with that was, like, super easy. Like, it was not like this at all. Because, like, they already, like, you know... Even if there was anything that was sus, like, right. that friend was doing to me, like, where, like, let's say, like, you know the types of conversations we were having or whatever, like it was just easier because like the other person already knew, like the person I was dating already knew like my friend really well. Yeah. Like the two so, friends like, didn't have any problems with. Yeah. Like, like, the, you know, so, it was yeah. perfectly, it was perfectly fine. And so like mm -hmm. in this case, like I think three is like the most telling that, you know, if Allie really is just like Matt's friend and like wants to be involved in his life, like, she would care to be involved in his life in all aspects, right? Like, including the people that he's dating. Yeah. So, yeah, Ali, you know, definitely sus. Obviously has a, a crush on him. I personally, I think I'm with you. I don't think Matt mm -hmm. has has a, I think he's just dumb male. Like, you know, he's like <laughs> ignorant yeah. of what's going on. Um, yeah, I, I, I think maybe, like, like, I think he has feelings for her, but I, I am... I feel inclined to say he hasn't acted on them or like has fully realized that he also likes Allie. Um, yeah. I think he like, I think he actually like wants to be with his girlfriend that he's with right now. Yeah. I think if we go to point four where Allie <laughs> is like downplaying the seriousness of her current relationship, right. But yeah. Then that's it seems also like pretty damning. Lying. Yeah. 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 Like I think that indicates very clearly that Allie is like settling for her co current boyfriend, even though she wants to be with Matt. Definitely, but like yeah. i don't think matt is this in the same situation like you were saying that it seems more like whether matt doesn't really understand his feelings about ali or maybe he doesn't have much for feelings for her but he just really likes the constant validation and like ego boost that she's providing him like totally. that's certainly possible as well like there's definitely something he's uh enjoying about her you know chasing him all the time uh, but yeah, I tend, I tend to agree that it seems like probably they're not actually banging on the side. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I will say that go, going down towards the end of the post, I really do feel like she gave Matt the wrong ultimatum because she, the ultimatum was you have to cut her out of your life completely. I, I think the ultimatum should be you like, don't lie to me about the time you're spending with her because if i feel like if you i feel like ultimatums cut x person out of your life 
like are almost always a terrible idea because like if you're telling the, of someone to do that then you're anxious about them you know cheating with that person or in some cases where it's not involving cheating you know you just are worried about the influence that person is having on your on your significant other and by making that ultimatum you know you greatly increase the chance that they're going to be like doing things behind your back regardless of how like innocent those things are and then you know when you're already sneaking off to have lunch with this person then it makes it that much easier to you know the girlfriend doesn't know anything about it might as well just go over to her house after yeah, dinner, yeah. and then might as well totally. you know start chilling after the netflix if you know what i'm saying um <laughs> totally totally yeah yeah so, i i agree i mean uh, mm-hmm. i think you know relationships are about compromise but like that extreme level of it it's like it, it kind of is an invasion of like him personally because um it's a very it's a very extreme like stance to take i think if anything um she should just be i mean she has been communicating like how ali makes her feel but i think if anything like she should just tell him to ask ali if she has a crush on him like i feel like he doesn't or i feel like maybe he's just blind to how ali's acting and doesn't really think that he's, you know, there's anything like she has a crush on him or anything. But it's so obvious, I guess, from the way how this OP has written it that um, Ali has like a, a pretty big crush on that. So I think he should just give her an ultimatum about like that they will only be friends and just tell her that like yeah. the types, of, the way how we're communicating is not conducive to me having a healthy relationship with my girlfriend. Yeah, I think, I, I, I kind of disagreed yeah. with, with with the first part of that and fully agreed with the second. That like, I think that asking Ali if she has a crush is not necessarily all that helpful because obviously if she does admit she has a crush on him, then that's very useful. But like, I feel like she wouldn't. Like, unless unless she genuinely, unless like Matt like played it up to be like, I'm ready to leave my girlfriend. Just tell me if you have a crush on me, and you know like was <laughs> deceiving her into that. But like if she if he just asked like, yo, you you gotta tell me, do you have a crush on me? I think there's a good chance she would see where this is coming from and be mm. like, Oh no, absolutely not. We're just good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I think, I think I, I, yeah, may, I'll take back the first part because yeah, yeah. maybe it, I don't something that will go over well either, but I think, yeah, I think the second part of what I said was, was probably what I, what I should have said just generally. Yeah. I'm, I'm fully on board with that of being, of, I, I think that the ultimatum is the boy, the girlfriend tells Matt, you need to tell Allie, we're only going to be friends. We're going to cut back on anything that seems like more than that. And I'm going to be fully honest with my girlfriend about anything that we do. And also, I think in general, just having not just having all of them involved when Matt and Allie want to hang out, like it's totally. better, you know, you could do double dates with Allie and her boyfriend and Matt and the girlfriend who's making the post. Totally. The one thing I do find weird is like, Matt is a little sus to me. Oh, yeah. Because, like, yeah. in, in my... So, in my standpoint, when I read this, when, when I think about, like, my friends, like, if they're not making, like, an active effort to, like, want to get to know my girlfriend, it's it's a bit off-putting because, like, that would... I mean, to Matt, like, hopefully be someone that's important to him and, like, they would spend a lot of time together. And so, either he's, like, totally fine with it, like, he just lives two separate lives with these women... And maybe he's like a polyamorous type person. I, I have no idea, <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a bit weird. It, like I think I think the fact that he's not 
made a bigger deal about it to Allie or to his girlfriend is a bit sus. So I don't know. It's it, yeah. the whole thing just reads like, I don't think she's the asshole in some sense. I, I think, well, I think her, I think she is an asshole for the ultimatum she came up with, but I don't think she's an asshole for having these feelings. Like, I don't know if you catch my drift. Like, yeah, oh, I, I think I'm with you there. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think she is the asshole. If, if based on just the OP comment, like asking if she's the asshole to tell her boyfriend that she can't see uh, his best friend anymore. Um, that, that is like pretty shitty. But in the other case, like, I think, uh, she just came to the wrong conclusion. I think that she's perfectly valid to have these feelings, but it's not conducive or productive for her or her boyfriend. Yeah, honestly, though, the more I think about it, I'm going to go with the full not the asshole because I, the, the key thing here to me is that point six, the fact that Matt lied to his girlfriend about seeing this other girl. Yeah, so like, fair. Yeah. So, like, yeah. we agree that it, it's not the right approach for her to say you need to cut her out of your life. But, like, I think it's also fair to say, essentially, choose between her and me. Mm. Like, I don't but think that's you, the right approach. Can you scroll down to the question? Like, yeah, like yeah, what oh, is... Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just want to make sure I, I'm reading yeah, this correctly. so I finally broke she, up... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so is she the uh, is she the aardvark for... <laughs> yeah, we're past the five minutes. We can say that. We can say oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, is she the asshole for, for asking this? I think, like, if we're just going off of that question, I would say, yeah, I'm going to be all debate-lordy here. If it's if it's for asking that specifically, yes, I think that is an asshole thing to ask. That being said, I think it is, like, valid that she has these feelings and that she should try to um, ask for Matt to have compromise, like, with her with his friend. Yeah, Cam, I'm going to ask a question that I think I know your answer to, but let's say the situation was a little different. And Matt, like the girlfriend knew for sure that Matt had cheated on her, full on banged Allie. Would she then be the asshole for at demanding that Matt cut her out of his life? <laughs> what? No, she should break up with him. <laughs> well, I mean, I agree. I agree. But like, I, I feel like this isn't that far off of that because I feel like lying to someone well, wait, about what? spending time with someone what, who has lying a is the same as cheating. Well, no, no, I mean, it's, it isn't, but, like, I feel like in terms of your ability to issue an ultimatum like that, I feel like, I feel like the, big, the biggest issue with her doing that is not that it makes her an asshole, it's that it's a terrible strategy. But, like, I, I, I don't see an issue with her saying, you need to choose between this girl that you're hiding from me, and who, who, who likes you, and me. Okay, can you, can you explain to me what your view of number six is? Because, like, my view of it, like, I'm viewing it from Matt's perspective. I think okay. that he's experienced, like, here, here's what I think. I think that Matt has had conversations with his girlfriend about Allie. Yeah. And he realizes that it upsets her whenever he talks about, you know, them hanging out or whatever. So I think he, I mean, he made a bad move here, which is that he didn't communicate anything. I think that it was, like, he was doing it, like, from a good place in some sense where he thought if he didn't mention Allie, it would just make his girlfriend at ease because she just yeah. doesn't like his friend. And maybe that also leads to the fact that Allie doesn't want to get to know her. I have no idea. You know, this is all just speculation, but like, I think that um, Matt, to my perspective of why Matt did that, if I give him any sense of good faith, it's because he didn't want to upset his girlfriend. I don't think he was, lying per se oh wait maybe i should reread it 
Uh, well, I mean, oh, I guess he did lie. So, oh, sorry, you know, he did lie. He he lied about. Actually, never mind. Yeah, I take that back. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I I think I think lying is he actually lied is, is what she's saying. It's not that he omitted telling her stuff. It's that he literally like she asked him verbatim did he spend time with Ali, and he says no. Is, yeah, is that mean, is that what that's saying? Yeah, I, I, I here's the thing, Cam. As you as you're mentioning this, I'm realizing that you and I are just coming at this with like somewhat different assumption of some assumptions of what's going on. And it really could be either because it says, you know, we aren't given the details about how the lie worked because I, I feel like it's a spectrum. Like on the one hand, like a full lie that everyone would agree on is if he says, Hey babe, I'm home all day today. And you know, Allie was home alone all day today, just getting some stuff done. And Allie was actually over at his place the whole time, you know, full on lie. And then on the opposite extreme, it could just be like, he didn't mention he was hanging out with Allie, not really a lie. And then there's like a gray area where he tells his girlfriend, oh yeah, I'm going to hang out with some friends from work after work. And then he goes and like has a, dr a happy right. hour drink with the boys and then goes and sees Allie. Where like right, he didn't yeah. technically lie, but he clearly omitted that. So like, we don't know where along that spectrum what Matt did was because the, the, the original poster didn't actually indicate Right. That. Right. So that makes it kind yeah. of tough, yeah, to determine. No, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, honestly, yeah, fuck Matt. Matt seems <laughs> hella sus now. Like the more I think about it, yeah. I think, I think, yeah, maybe I, I think I'm gonna change my verdict. I, I don't think she's the asshole. I think, I think, based off of these six things, if I take them just as face value, I think her, I think her approach is wrong. But I don't think she's the asshole. I, I don't think so. Oh yeah, it seems like we're in agreement on that after all tasks. Yeah. Out. So should yeah, we check yeah. the comments, see what the comments say? Sure, yeah, I'm curious. I, I'm pretty sure they'll say not the asshole either. All right, all right. So the first one says, there is a reason there has never been boundaries set by Matt when it comes to Allie's approach to friendship, sister. I believe Matt likes the attention Allie gives him. He likes the fact that while he can have girlfriends in a serious relationship, he will always have that one girl pining after him no matter what. That's kind of what I was saying as well, that he might not actually, you know, care about Allie, care about Allie all that much besides just loving the ego boost. Anyway, yeah. um, he knows yeah. Allie likes him. He knows Allie believes there is still hope. Whether he's attracted to her or not is the question. Because if he is, he's been leading himself and countless women on for years. If he isn't, he is a grade A douchebag for never telling the poor, poor girl it'll never happen. That's, I think, I think that's a, that's a valid way of interpreting it. I don't know if that is the perspective but oh actually wait the is this the original commenter this is the op oh what did you write to him or this person yeah yeah so there's more details yeah good point uh op says really interesting perspective thanks for sharing to be honest i've never actually felt like ali has real feelings for matt in a romantic sense instead i think she has a possessive quality about her she appears to only really be friends with men she used to do pageants. She has a very good job and is quite financially successful, particularly for her age. All of this in a small town, which really distinguishes her from other women, other women there. Not trying to sound rude in saying this, as she does have some big accomplishments she should be proud of, but I think she's gotten used to being the center of attention and attracting the male gaze. And the presence of a girlfriend of one of her friends is intimidating because it takes some of that away from her, especially when the girlfriend is viable That's weird. from a social positioning perspective. <laughs> Uh -huh. And when I have a positive relationship with their mutual guy friends, that's how I've always viewed it. She re has reached out to him significantly more since he moved across the country to be with me. And I do question if that's because she feels like the threat level has increased and made her feel more insecure. 
At this stage in my life, I no longer feel a strong urge to compete for the male gaze, gaze with other women to influence my confidence slash self-esteem levels. However, when I was younger, hate to admit that, I was like that. I didn't want to have that kind of attention and to be the only it girl around. I don't know if I'm projecting too much of my own previous experience onto this, but that interpretation has always kind of made the most sense to me in examining their dynamic and the type of person she is. Some new details there, so I'm curious. What are your thoughts? Hmm. Interesting. It's almost like the reverse of what the commenter wrote. It's like she's the grade-A douchebag <laughs> who wants <laughs> the attention. Like It's weird. Yeah. It's like she framed what the original commenter was saying about Matt to now being about Allie. Like, Allie is the one who just wants attention, which, again, yeah. is, is really interesting. But I... That is the classic thing to do, isn't it? To, like, blame the person who's cheating with your partner instead of your partner. Yeah, Not, like, that's the thing cheating, is, like, I, still, yeah. I, I don't know how much of this is, like, bias because she, like, views Matt in a different way because she's with him. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's particularly interesting. I... I don't know if that's how i think about it because like yeah she seems to be really into matt like specifically like why like is she doing that with other her other guy friends as well like like maybe maybe in the small town she saw that but it still seems to be pretty specific towards matt yeah like i i wonder if op is projecting a little bit too much here because Projecting from her previous experience, not saying that she's currently doing this. But, like, the, the biggest thing for me is the whole idea of Allie downplaying her current relationship to Matt. Like, that seems like a pretty clear sign of, like, hey, if you want to, you know, be with me instead, I would ditch my partner in no time at all. Like, I, I don't know. I, I wonder if OP has the wrong read on the situation, but it's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, can you scroll down a little bit see if they read something? I guess not. Oh, oh, actually, yeah. oh yeah. they did, they did. So someone said, like, get what you mean, like she thrives on male attention, romantic or otherwise. Towards men, she feels what's yours is mine, what's mine is, is mine too. <laughs> you are right, you should cut contact. She does sound like a pick-me type person who would have no qualms about trampling boundaries you set. If he is okay to cut contact and you're sure he will, he won't be keeping in touch with her behind your back, then great. As long as she doesn't double down with contacting him as a reaction to the rejection, that could be a problem. And OP says, yeah, exactly. I can empathize with it because we've all been there at some point or another. That's part of the reason I didn't make a big stink after the first meeting or with some of the earlier red flags. If it comes from a place of personal insecurity, I can understand that to an extent, but not when it harms my relationship and not to this extent at this age. I'm concerned about that too. We'll see what happens. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think. Okay, I think. I think both our verdicts haven't changed. So yeah, I think. I think this one has been detected. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I, I think. I think anything else besides what we've gotten into would depend on more details that we just aren't going to get. Yeah, and also probably just not necessary. Yeah. All right. Okay, great. On to the next one. Yeah. So, uh, first time actually that we've both agreed with Reddit so far on this podcast it's true yeah right i actually had a good take mm -hmm. all right well, here you go i want to read this one well i'm thinking we read the ones that we provide so this sounds good also one that you did yeah okay am i the asshole for calling my boss a three-year-old to over 150 people <laughs> okay this is, gonna be, <laughs> this is gonna be spicy yeah i'm a teacher 29 female when I go to work, I we are assigned parking. It just so happens that my boss, the principal, has a parking spot right next to mine on the driver's side. This has never been an issue. 
At the beginning of the school year, though, a new principal, male 53, transferred to our school. Let's call him Greg. Great. I love meeting new people. However, every time I pull into the parking lot now, since Greg started, I pull into my spot and find he pulled just a little over the line into my space every single time. (laughs) For for reference, his spot is next to the curb, and he also has so much space on his driver's side. Most of the time I can fit, but there have been more than a few occasions where I've had to park blocks away from the school due to students taking up the other spots. I don't mind walking, but I have arthritis in my knees, and cold mornings can be hard on my knees. Greg knows this. The first time I asked Greg if he could maybe make sure that his space that there was space for my car too, he said, "Sure, I'm so sorry." And then the next day, the next day, he parked so far into my space that I couldn't even use it. I've asked politely again several times. <laughs> it never changes. This past Monday, yeah, I asked him yeah. again, but when he replied, he said, "I don't have time for you right now." Okay. I stood there for a second. When I got home, I ranted to my husband, 30 male, about the incident. Let's call him Connor. He was trying to cheer me up and sent me a petty revenge post. It was a coloring page that said, three-year-olds often have trouble staying within the lines. Practice first by coloring this turtle. (laughs) That's pretty funny. I, I laughed. But the next morning, I was very sore. And when I pulled up to my my spot inaccessible, I kind of snapped. I went into the printing room, printed off that turtle coloring page, and stormed out to the parking lot. I slipped it under his windshield wipers, snapped a pic, and sent it to my friend saying that Greg <laughs> has pissed me off for the last time. Oh or so I thought. What a chad. What a chad. In reality, I share that to my Snapchat story. I have a lot of friends on there, including coworkers. Backing up a little, Greg's personality is joking around with people, so I thought that he, I could play this off. Fast forward to lunch, I check my phone and my heart drops. Over 150 views on my Snapchat story. Okay, wait, wait. So she she could have just deleted this off their story when she first posted it. But sorry, let me look you read. Mm-hmm. Over 150 views off my Snapchat story, some of which include some coworkers. I deleted it fast. I guess at this point, someone showed Greg. He called me into my office and told me that my behavior was extremely inappropriate and that he knew about my post and that I was obviously the one who put the, co- the turtle coloring page on his car. I think I blacked out during the meeting, and I don't know exactly what I said uh, other than I know I cried and apologized. It felt extremely tense at work since that happened. Female coworker sixteen or 26, she's 26 years old, female coworker, let's call her Jasmine, confronted me about it. I kind of laughed it off and said that over 150 people saw it and it, that it was a total accident. Jasmine called my reaction immature and pretty much called me an asshole for taking a picture to share it with anyone at all, let alone 150 plus people uh, apart. The picture included his parking job. Um, she pretty much said that embarrassing someone who is your boss is the same as embarrassing yourself. I'm still processing what I did. I also still want my parking spot. I don't know if this matters to car people, but he drives a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks for the extra detail. Yeah, this post yeah. is all over the place. I, I, I right, gotta so... say, I'm gonna come out and say that I feel like we're gonna agree with Reddit on this one with a strong NTA. <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> I think so funny. I completely agree. I think again, like she. Uh, had the oh wait 
I guess she didn't realize she posted on her Snapchat story until lunch. Oh, well, let's, let's see. Is that what she's saying? Because, like, she's saying that, um, or so she thought. It, if you scroll down a little bit, I slipped it under his windshield wiper, snapped a yeah. pic, and sent it to my friend saying, or so I thought. In reality, I shared it to my Snapchat story. So then she says, fast forward to lunch, I check my phone, and my heart drops. Over 100 views on my Snapchat story. So, yeah, I guess she didn't realize she put it on her story. That's what it sounds like, yeah. And then also, yeah, and then I feel bad because, like, you can tell this person is probably pretty nice. Because right. for all the shit that her principal put her through, like, she just profusely apologized to him. I mean, I get why, because, like, what she did was inappropriate. Uh, but it was also an accident. And also, like, she had been asking him for, like, days or weeks at that point that he had been missing up his parking spot. Yeah, I, I don't think she's the asshole. I think, I mean, it all just seems very accidental. Yeah, yeah I mean, honestly, I, I would argue, <laughs> personally, my own biases are very much coming into this, but... I would argue that what she did wasn't even inappropriate because basically what Greg was doing was either incredibly careless or it seems much more like it was deliberately uh, hostile. And um, you, you think know, it was deliberately hostile because of this, the part early in the story where she I don't said, have time for you right now. No, no. Well, there is that. But then there's also the first time I asked Greg if I, if I could make sure there's space for my car. He said, sure. So sorry. And then the next day I, he parked so far into my space, I couldn't even use it. <laughs> like, I, I feel like there's no way that you have a conversation with someone about that. If someone asks you to park better and then the next day you just blatantly park over the line. Yeah, like, that's fair. That's uh, fair. Yeah, like I really feel like this is deliberate on his part that like he's being passive aggressive here. And so, you know, you could ask you, I I think it's clear that this was not a very good decision in terms of if she wants to stay at that school for a long time, like if she likes the job regardless of what she thinks of her boss. This was a terrible idea and a huge mistake. Um just because of, you know, office politics, you're not going to win going after your boss in most cases. But like, in terms of if she's the asshole or not, I, I, I just wish she would have stood up for herself in the meeting as well. And been like, this wouldn't be a problem if you wouldn't park in my goddamn spot. <laughs> like, it's not that hard. That's why I put the picture of the turtle on your car. Because most people over the age of three can park in a parking spot. Particularly with your little ass Toyota Corolla. It's not difficult to do. Yeah, true. I mean, like, and once again, not a good idea in terms of, like, you know, keeping your job <laughs> and keeping everything good in the in the workplace. But, like, I re was really hoping that she'd be able to do that. And very disappointed that she folded under pressure. Um but yeah, it's it, the the whole situation. I I have a hard time saying that she did anything really wrong. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it's also just one of those things where, regardless of if it was malicious or not, like parking within the lines of a space is something that's like basic human competency. Like that, if someone doesn't do that, yeah, like the only yeah. the only uh, like I, I don't know. I always think of the. Uh... I forget the devil's advocate. Yeah. I always think of the devil's advocate in this case, because like yeah. the only thing that I can imagine, like where I can give him any form of good faith is that he's just incredibly careless. But like, yeah. when I think about that, I'm also like, he's the principal of a school. Like there's no way he's like a careless person. 
person. Like he runs like I mean, maybe, you know, who knows, who knows, but he probably wouldn't be at that job for very long if he was a careless person. Yeah. So yeah, it does it does seem petty to me. Like I agree. Like if you have a conversation with someone Yeah. Yeah, you know, know what I'm like, realizing, Cam? There mm -hmm. there would be a way for her to test this, potentially. Or or at least, you know, escalate in a way that's a little bit more subtle. So she she was mentioning that his parking spot is right up against the curb, whereas hers is not. And let me make sure I got that correct. Um, let's see. Yeah, his spot is next to a curb. Um, so presumably, the way she's told the story, he's always getting to his spot before her, likely because as the principal, he has to be there first thing in the morning. So what I think she should have done rather than the turtle approach is well to be clear she wasn't really trying to make a statement with it she was just trying to send it to her friends but like i what i think she should have done is gotten there before the principal a couple of days and parked over the line into his spot and then it would have been completely impossible for him to park there because it's, be pretty funny. it's yeah, not like he can I, park into the next spot over <laughs> that would have been a really good joke to be yeah. honest <laughs> i would have liked that one but he yeah, probably but shows up early enough that he would get another spot it just wouldn't be his spot well right but like most likely he would notice that and be like, oh, that's really annoying that my spot is taken. And then, like, if you notice that one day, the next day you're going to be thinking about, like, your position in the spot. And then if he continues to park over onto her side, then you know he's doing it maliciously. Whereas if, like, that, if, if, if he comes to her and is like, oh, hey, why are you in my spot? And she was like, oh, I, I didn't know I was in your spot. You know, just plays it, <laughs> plays it this cool dude This dude strikes me as, yeah, I mean, like, this dude strikes me as the type that would get, like, hella mad, though, if that happened. He'd be like, wow, what you did is, like, really crappy, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, my bad. You know, I, I screwed up, <laughs> whatever. Right, right. But, like, you yeah. can totally play it off because that's what he, what he did. And as long as you're good at keeping a good poker face about being like, oh, what? I had some work to do early in the morning. I, you know, super sleepy when I pulled into the spot. Had no idea. <laughs> yeah, true. Like, I mean, it's probably a no-win situation, honestly. That you probably, probably given that we what we know of this guy, he was just, you know, being. Yeah, an I feel dick. like it's gonna be yeah. annoying because it sounds like it could just very easily devolve into like petty coworker crap. So yeah, I don't know. I, I she's yeah. not the asshole though. Yeah, I, I agree. I want to see what the comments say. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So may I suggest? Actually, I'm the realizing you should probably read comments on your own post as well. So that's okay, not okay. too much. Yeah. So yeah. top top chatter uh, says, "May I suggest going over Greg's head and talking to someone at the school district about the inconsiderate parking, not the asshole. He got what was coming to him. It just Amen. sucks that it backfired onto you." Um. And yeah, so. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know if the school district would would handle something like that. Like, I feel like there is there like not an HR department like that. Maybe, maybe that's what they mean, HR department, like for the school district. Yeah, I'm I'm not really sure. Because th this works. just seems like some it's like some dumb thing that like should just be easily resolved, and it's just not. So yeah, I, I feel like yeah, if there's like an HR, I, I don't I don't want to hyperanalyze it, but the OP actually responded to this one. Uh, very quickly after, and this is what they said. Looking back, I probably should have done this. Greg likes to make jokes, though, so I thought he would laugh it off. I thought it was going to be better than going over his head and causing conflict with him in that way. We have been on semi-good terms. I just never intended over 150 people to see it. Yeah, I think yeah, it's Yeah, I was, I was reading ahead to the next comment after that, 
where someone mentions that like this is a medical issue for her due to her arthritis and that's the kind of thing where that's also true yeah right where like hr and people higher up should care about that because dealing with like uh an ada lawsuit would be uh that's very true yeah wants to deal with very true because she could easily win that too yeah i mean hopefully it's it's all about how much she's documented this kind of thing yeah exactly Um, but like there's there's a real risk of the school being raked over the coals for this and like both hr and greg's boss should care about that um but yeah it kind of just comes back to how she views her position at this school because like if she doesn't really care that much about working here versus somewhere else then you know might as well go guns blazing whereas if she's like i love the people at this school and I, I want to work here if even if I hate my boss, then, you know, she definitely is. It would have been better if she just didn't say anything. Yeah, I agree. Anything else on, on this one? Uh, No, I think I think we're good. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, do, I didn't see the next comment. The, 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 they said, also, what was Jasmine on about, about your teachers? <laughs> well, also, what was Jasmine on about? Your teachers, not the fucking army, embarrassing your boss is the same as embarrassing yourself. <laughs> <My ass. laughs> Don't just have to switch parking spots with you for she's so invested in this. It's That's valid. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so that we kind of skimmed over that, but that is really <laughs> dumb. Like, yeah. if you're gonna say, "Hey, you, you you screwed up because it was really silly for you to risk your job over this." That's a fair way to say it, but like being like embarrassing your boss is the same as embarrassing yourself. What the heck? That is such a weird statement. Like, I feel like that is, you know, often not, that's not like a truism that's like oftentimes useful. That's just a, you know, bizarre way to look at things. I, wait, Jasmine's 26. Like, I, I just find that so weird. Like, is this. Like, I would get that from someone who's, like, tenured, who, like, really believes right, in the right. ideology of all this, but, like, a newbie teacher, like, saying that, yeah, it's it's pretty weird, man. I, I, I don't really get it. I feel like it's just more virtue signaling than anything. Like, maybe Jasmine just wants yeah. to get tenured over her, so she's just making her feel bad. Maybe. <laughs> it just, maybe. it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So, anything else on, on this one? No, I think I think we're in agreement with it. And with Reddit, quite the opposite to the previous podcast. Yeah. All right. All right. I think this is also mine. Yeah. Yeah, I put I put yours up front since we did all mine last time. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. All right. You ready? Born ready. Awesome. Am I the asshole for telling my boyfriend I hate being around him when we're with his friends? I think this will be very spicy. I'm kind of curious. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is also will probably be a pretty quick one though. I know I will probably get heat for this post, but I need to know if this is a breakup worthy or if this is breakup worthy or if it's my own problem. I, 21 year old female and my boyfriend, 21 or 26 year old male have been together for a little over a year. We got along great and he's a really nice guy and I feel like I could see a future with him, except when we hang out with his friends. There are multiple time, multiple occasions where he has embarrassed me or was rude to me or even intentionally trying to upset me in public or around people. We've talked about it a few times now, and it seems to keep happening. He claims he's joking and doesn't mean it in the way I'm taking it. He thinks I overreact and can't take a joke. For context, he's made multiple comments or jokes about other women right in front of me. He's called me names and even told me no one likes me. 
I think it mostly has to do with him being drunk, but I keep telling him not, if you can't treat me right when you're drunk, then you don't get drunk around me. He again says I'm overreacting and he's always joking. To what point is this still joking? I don't think jokes are funny when they offend your significant other in public. I don't know how it could be so perfect when we're alone or with family, but with friends, it's totally different. I feel like it's always looking like the bad. I feel like I'm always looking like the bad guy because I don't let him say shit to me. I always defend myself and call him out in front of everyone. I still love him so much and I want our life together to work, but this can't keep happening, especially special occasions where I want to be able to have fun. Am I overreacting? I know most of this is not okay, but he seems to genuinely convince himself that it's all jokes and he doesn't mean it. You really don't have any other major issues other than this. I don't know what to do. Oh, man. It, yeah, well, what the heck is this guy doing? I have no idea. I mean, like, I, I can sort of, uh, thinking about this, I can relate to a certain point to what the BF is, is doing. That um, when I was younger, I was very susceptible to, like, people-pleasing. And so uh, there were a couple times... Uh, I can remember when I was in high school where I was with like one group of friends and I would completely trash this other person that I was friends with just because mm -hmm. I thought it would be fun to, um, you know, get a laugh out of the people I was currently with. And then like after I did it and just to be clear, that person who I was also friends with uh, was not present at all. Like they were nowhere near. Like it was me making fun of someone who wasn't there just even though I didn't have any complaints legitimately about them. And like, after I did it, I felt terrible. Like the next day I was like, why the heck did I do that? That didn't, you know, make any sense. Um, right. But like, I think it, I, I so I, I think that's the idea that the boyfriend just is enjoying um, putting someone else down, like for it to make himself feel better and to, you know, get a reaction out of the people he's with. But like to do that in front of the person is really bad and then to not and and then to when even if you're doing that without really realizing it to like not change your behavior when that person tells you like this is very much not okay like that's a pretty massive red flag about the person just being incredibly selfish um and so yeah i what a horrible guy <laughs> i hate this dude yeah i so to go with your point, like, I feel like there's always a typical thing that happens in friend groups, especially with, I mean, this dude just seems like a loser. Like, the fact that he's, like, 26, and to go along with your point, like, there's the, like, groupthink type mentality where, like, you kind of feel like you have to act a certain way in front of, like, a group of friends or, like, that's how they all act together. Like, for one, like, I feel like hanging out with, like, a guy friend group where they just kind of rag on each other, like you can have that type of friendship with people and like that can like be your thing. But when you know that someone you're inviting into that, like does not talk like that at all, or has a completely different style of communicating, like it's just not good to, to try to include them in that, especially because it is such a harsh or a harsher environment if they don't really get it. So this mm -hmm. dude just sounds like an idiot. Like he just sounds like he does not know like what, um, like what the actual like problem is because he's just like socially inept yeah um, cam i'll, I'll yeah. have a little aside here to say that there's a post i saw 
<laughs> that was even a little too spicy for us to cover on this, uh, you know, public. Bro, I, what? I'll what tell you, you about no... it afterwards. Oh, okay, okay. There's... Yeah, yeah. Wait, why is it too spicy? Is it like are we getting demonetized <laughs> yeah or, or yeah i just felt like i wasn't touching it with a 10-foot pole but i'll tell you about it after we uh, yeah yeah no this guy, yeah. this guy just seems like an idiot i i don't think i mean I, this could easily ruin a relationship especially if it's like his main friend group yeah um, and then also this just kind of speaks to me that he's just very like socially immature and he's like five years older than you i don't really know if it's the op i'm talking to <laughs> I don't, I don't really think that uh that, that's, a, that's a good relationship to be in it just kind of speaks that uh kind of like a loser guy to me yeah yeah and like to be clear when i was when i was listening to this when she said he's made multiple comments or jokes about other women i was like what is it ex what does she mean by that like there's a why i think i think she means it's like a misogynist type thing like Probably, misogyny yeah but like which is he, like again it's yeah. like you know it's just really immature shit like i feel like if you're in a like if you're an adult and you want to actually start having a girlfriend, uh, you have to realize that, like, you can't just view women <laughs> in a misogynistic way. Like, it just, I, I just think yeah. it's, like, pretty bad. Like, you don't yeah. deserve to have a girlfriend if that's how you're going to view all women. Yeah, like, hot take misogyny bad. Misogyny is bad, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, avoid I, that at all costs. Yeah, I was like, where I was going yeah. with that is that, like, I it, it, just that first part. I was like, "Well, sounds bad," but who knows what he was saying? But then when she then she followed up followed that up by saying he's called me names and even told me no one likes me. It's like, well, that's enough for me to know. Like those two things, there's not a ton of gray area. Like it, that's clearly he's just off his rocker. Yeah, it, it like for one, if if he's trying to make a joke, he's really bad at making jokes, especially if it's like to rag on her in any way, like to yeah make fun of her like that's just not how you make fun of people <laughs> like you can make fun yeah. of people in like a playful way uh that's like not that aggressive like that just speaks to me as someone who just is yeah socially inept and i think she should definitely break up with him amen to that uh i guess we should check the comments but but i'd be we shocked should. if anyone disagrees yeah. with us yeah yeah First comment, he is a huge jerk. Why do you stay with someone who is only nice to you when alone? He is an immature dope who embarrasses and uh, degrades you. Uh, what does that say? Den denigrates. Den oh, denigrates, my bad. Yeah. Uh, please love yourself to walk away from this awful person you see her far better. I completely agree. I also think this person raises an interesting point that we didn't cover. So, oh, yeah. So you're saying that when he sober ups, uh, he doesn't feel shape like deeply ashamed for what he has said. Uh, that means his sober self agrees with his drunk self, babes. Don't build a life with someone who doesn't respect you. I think that's actually really important. I think because, that's a pretty good point, yeah. Yeah, because she was kind of attributing it to be like, oh, well, he only does it when he's drunk with his buddies. But, like, if he doesn't apologize for it afterwards, then, like, clearly he doesn't really care. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I think, yeah, the chalk up, it, it's like almost having, like, a... a um safety net for like bad behavior <laughs> it's like yeah I, I feel like that's how he's treating it like if he's like it's like oh well babe i was drunk like it was just a joke like i didn't mean it like that you know it's like come on man like why are you even trying to defend yourself in that position it's like if you said something wrong and this person took it that way or even if what you said fundamentally was wrong and that's like what they're telling you like you shouldn't 
shouldn't condone it. Like, why should you, uh, you know, try to defend what you said? Like, especially when you're in right. that state, you're just but, like, yeah. it just makes no sense to me. Yeah, like I would, I would still have a problem with what he was doing, even if he, even if he would apologize each time, just be like, ah, oh, totally, yeah, no, for sure, drunk. for sure. But like, I shouldn't have said that. But that's not even what he's doing. He's just saying like, ah, you're weak. You can't take a joke. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, like again, like the fact that he's defending it is like, is just really. It speaks to a lot of immaturity. Like she shouldn't be with someone, especially who's older and acting like that. Like, no, nah, she shouldn't have to be the the mature one in that relationship. Or the only mature one in that relationship. Yeah, yeah. Amen to that. Anything else on this one? Nope. This is a quick one. It was, it was. All right, I think this one will be a little bit uh, longer. You ready? Let's go. Yeah. Okay, this, this one is We're submitted ready. by me. Yeah. Okay. Submitted by you? Oh. Well, or sorry. Not... <laughs> you wrote this? <laughs> no, not literally submitted by me. Picked by me, I should have said. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Am I the asshole for hanging up on my wife when she used my words against me? I'm going to try to read this very neutrally because I have a very strong, some strong feelings about this, but I don't want to poison the well one way or the other. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, and this person is 37 year old and is a male. Uh, I have been working late the last few weeks, six to six thirty. What? Seven. Oh, oh, okay. Six to six thirty seven slash twelves uh i think i think seven to 12 hours i think that's what they mean uh, maybe i was trying to i was also wondering if they meant like seven days a week 12 hours each day but that sounds kind yeah of insane. so like that does sound insane i'm not uh, really sure what that means he's been working long days is, is the gist of it uh my wife elizabeth 41 not her real name and i were taking a few nights ago we're talking a few nights ago while i was doing the dishes I had also done the weekly grocery shopping, bathed and put our daughter to bed. Elizabeth's day was busy too. She works full time, drops off slash picks up our kid at school, had taken her to dancing. She started telling me about problems at work. I listened a few minutes and then she started complaining about my family and their communication skills. We have a family get together this weekend and the plans are unclear because my family are poor communicators. I acknowledge this, then said, can we talk about something more positive? I want to talk talk with and spend time with you, but I'd like to discuss things that build me up. She stopped, stared daggers at me, said that was not okay, and walked off upstairs. The next day, I was coming home early, but hit traffic. She then called when I was in the car. We chatted. Then she said I sounded upset and asked me, what's wrong? I said, I'm aggravated because for the first time in two weeks, I left work after 10 hours, not 12, but got caught in traffic and I'm going to get home at the same time anyway. She said, how would you feel if I said, can we talk about something more positive? I hung up. I got home about five minutes later. And when I walked in the door, she said, that was not okay. After dinner, I said, I know you're upset. So let's discuss it now. So it doesn't fester. Elizabeth said that last night she quote, just needed to vent and needed me to listen. I said I could listen some, but was so worn out, I didn't have the capacity to listen to much negativity. I said, I know my family's communication skills are poor, but I still didn't want to hear her bash them minutes on end. Elizabeth said it wasn't okay. I hung up on her and I was out of line. I said, you asked me what was bothering you, bothering me. And when I told you, you said, can we talk about something more positive? I felt like you baited me, then took a shot at me because you're upset about last night. She said it wasn't a shot. I'd fucking know if she took a fucking shot. She was trying to teach me some empathy <laughs> for another human because I'm not empathetic. 
I apologized for hanging up on her and said that there was a better way I could have handled that interaction by saying something like, that felt like a shot. What was your intent? Elizabeth said, why does that feel like a shot? That's a you thing. You need to work on how you take the things I say. Give me the benefit of the doubt. You're the one who's taking shots at me. You always believe the worst of me. I said that I'd try to give her the benefit of the, the doubt in the future, but the situation felt like she was coming at me. She insists she was just trying to teach me how to have empathy. Part of me thinks this is one of those shoes not so comfortable on the other foot, but I also feel these are different. I need some help sorting through if I'm the asshole. Um, this, uh, wow. Yeah, Sorry, edit, yeah, real quick, I'll just read the edit and then we'll get in. Adding in the following because a lot of people have been asking about it. I couldn't include it because of the character limit. The get-together this weekend is my brother's wedding. I'm standing in it and our daughter is the flower girl. We didn't get a schedule of when we were supposed to be where until earlier this week. And we kept getting hit with... Actually, this edit isn't all that important. It's it's a wedding and that was what this, the, the initial conflict was about. Um, all right, Cam. Your thoughts? Uh, this one is really uh, complicated, in my opinion. Because it's like... Yeah. I personally do think that okay, is he the asshole for hanging up on her? I think yeah. I I don't think that he's the asshole. And here here's why I'm saying that. Interesting. I I think that what she did felt like very petty. It felt like she did try to like set him up for something and then only kind of clarified after the fact. Now, that being said, um, I don't think hanging up on her was the right call. I think he was correct in saying that he should have done something else. But I can imagine that like as an immediate response, especially when you're agitated, like coming in that situation, I can totally see why he did that. Like I think, uh, mm -hmm. I think he was trying to communicate with her very clearly that he was upset about sitting in traffic for two hours, and he was frustrated about that. And then she just kind of threw it in his face for what he had done the previous night. That being said, I think the real question is: Was he the asshole for what he said during the previous night? Because um, I think that's what it all stems from. I don't really think it's about like hanging up on his wife. It's mm -hmm. about did he have the right interaction with her that previous night that led her to do that? And I don't, I don't really know, because and and I want to talk this out with you, um, because I think yeah. what I like to talk about is like, is he the asshole for um, telling her that? Can we talk about something more positive? I, I think that is what the the question should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I, I, I don't I, know what your thoughts are. Yeah, I think the way you broke it down is is pretty good. Um, First of all, if you're listening to this and not watching, uh, there's a looming asshole tag underneath the title indicating that the Reddit hive mind has concluded that this guy is the asshole. Um, we'll get to the comments a bit later. But, like, I feel like there are three different things, you know, three different scenarios here that merit a judgment. <laughs> One is the first situation of the wife complaining about the husband's family, uh, where he says, can we talk about something more positive? The next is him hanging up on the wife when talking when she turns his words against him and then the final one is their blow up of him talking with the wife afterwards and i feel like the first situation is sort of a no assholes here situation where i i think that him saying can we talk about something more positive i want to talk with and spend time with you but i'd like to discuss things that build me up 
I think that's a very poor way to say what he's trying to communicate because like saying, can we talk about something more positive in general? It just kind of seems like, Oh, well, I, I don't really care about what you're saying. And the fact that talking about, I'd like to discuss things that build me up kind of has like a selfish connotation to it. I think that if he would have said there, what he kind of communicated elsewhere in the post, which is if he would have said, Hey, I totally am with you on your assessment of my family. Uh, They're really bad at communicating and that's very frustrating and I, I fully agree. However, I'm really Battery at my critical. emotional wit's end at this point and I'm just kind of overwhelmed thinking about it. Can we talk about something else? Like, I think if he would have said that, that would have been the, the best way to approach it. Like, do you, do you think that makes sense before I go on to my, the other situations? Totally, yeah, I, I completely battery. agree. I mean, uh, one thing I will say that I don't know if you uh, clearly specified, but he did acknowledge um, before he said, can we talk about something more positive? Um, he did acknowledge that his family were poor communicators. Oh, true, him. true. I kind of, I kind of. That being that. said, yeah. that being said, that that doesn't negate from the other thing that you said, which is that can we talk about something more positive is a really bad way of saying I'm at my emotional like wit's end. I I mm. do not have the ability to fully process this. Yeah. And so we're both in agreement that that would have been a better way to approach it, and that he. Didn't, I completely he didn't agree. Say that yeah. Correctly. Um. That being said, I don't know that he's necessarily the asshole for that, or or maybe he is. I, I could go with he is the asshole for that, but like, it's just a tough situation because we're asking him to be, you know, really articulate about his feelings when right. you know he's overwhelmed at the end of a long day, uh, and then his wife, you know, on the other side, his wife is also tired at the end of a long day. So like, I feel like this is a, a classic thing that happens in a relationship where when it's a tough day you will both, you know, sometimes say things that aren't the best thing to say in that situation. Like, I feel like this right. is a normal case of her going on and on, not without respect to, you know, if he, if he wants to hear it, and then him not communicating that he doesn't want to hear it all that well. I completely agree. Yeah, so, like, he's, I would say he's more in the wrong here than her, for sure, because, like, you know, I, it's, you can't expect her to read his mind, and he needed to communicate what his mind was better. So I, I, I'm going to, the more I talk about it, the more I'm going to say, yeah, I, he's probably the asshole if I had to pick, if I had to, you know, render a hard version. Yeah, yeah, if you had to choose, yeah, if you had to choose between the two, I, yeah, he definitely is more of the asshole for the way it, it sounds and, like, what he communicated. Um, but, yeah, like, yeah. also, like, considering what both of them are going through, like, it's also kind of understandable, like, why he, why it came out the way that it did. But it is still a crappy thing to, like, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're on the same page on that. Yeah. When it comes to the next scenario, the the whole idea of her using his words against uh, him, I think that that is, he is totally not the asshole in this situation. Because, first yeah. of all, he's doing, in the first scenario, he's doing the dishes and his wife is just unloading on him. Which, you know, is often a healthy part of a relationship. Just to be clear, there's nothing wrong with venting. But, like, you know, she just walked up to him and started doing that. Whereas in this case, he is in the car and she asks him to elaborate on why he sounds upset. And then he mentions, you know, the, the situation at hand of, the, of why he's upset that, that he's in traffic when, when he was hoping to get home early. And then she chose to try to do a little bit of a switcheroo on him and 
make him feel, you know, the negative emotions that she was feeling the previous night. And like, that is something that I don't believe is, is the way it is really ever appropriate that I think if you have a problem with someone and something that they did, you should discuss it and get to a resolution. It comes, it comes off very petty. It does. It does. And here's the thing. Like, I think a lot of people are, I think the people without getting too far ahead that like, I think the reason why people in the comments are upset and the reason why someone might view him as the asshole here is because in general, hanging up on someone is a pretty definitive, you know, flipping the bird to them being like, Oh, I, you know, I, I can't deal with you anymore. Like it, it sends a strong statement. However, I think it also matters what the context of that doing that is. And I feel like this is one of the least significant times he could do this because he was five minutes from home. And then when he gets home, he then immediately brings it up to his wife, not with a super confrontational, like, how the hell could you do that? He he literally says, I know you're upset, so let's discuss it now so it doesn't fester. And if you consider the alternative here, like, there will be times in a relationship where one or the other person is angry and really frustrated at something the other person said, whether that's legitimate or not. And sometimes the appropriate way to handle that is to remove yourself from the conversation so that you can cool off. And like, you know, if you're you're talking to someone face to face, that might look like going outside and going for a walk or like, you know, hitting the gym and coming back. And when you're in the car on the phone, you know, it's far preferable for him to hang up and then immediately discuss it, well, not immediately, but then discuss it five minutes later in person versus, you know, him just blowing up and like saying a bunch of shit he regrets on the phone because he's so emotional at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's, I think it's very valid. I, I'm in complete agreement. I definitely think that, I mean, her trying to kind of backpedal, like when he talked like saying that like i felt like you baited me and that you took a shot at me because you were upset about yeah. last night i mean like how else is he supposed to take that like in in right. the situation she literally did bait him by like asking you know uh, what did she say she was like asking like what was wrong and like yeah. and so then he told her about it and then it, it's just it, it comes off incredibly petty and then her trying to backpedal and say like you'd fucking know when i'd take a shot and that she was just trying to teach him empathy like it just it does it comes off like she's just very she was very bitter and like that's just not a conducive way of actually getting what she wants out of that like it just makes him less capable of like wanting to actually like communicate with her like i don't that would put me off for sure if i was in his situation like it just sounds yeah. terrible like that's such a like childish thing to do to like your significant other especially like when you want something from them and you it's very obvious he has the ability to communicate like it seems to me like she was almost like projecting the fact that his family can't communicate onto him and so she had to yeah. like teach him a lesson in some sense like it, it's just like it, like I, I don't understand how he's, he's the asshole in this case at all like it just it doesn't make any sense to me yeah, you were moving there as you should to the final scenario, which is now that he's hung up on her, he gets in the house and he discuss. He says, "Let's discuss it immediately," and um, and that's where in that third situation, I think he is incredibly clearly not the asshole because it sounds like he hashed out more what he was feeling the previous night, 
is saying that, you know, in this, in this scenario, he doesn't quote himself directly, but he says, I said I could listen some, but was so worn out, I didn't have the capacity to listen to much negativity. I said I know my family's communication skills are poor, but I still didn't want to hear her bash them minutes on end. And, like, that is a much better statement of what he was trying to say than what he had said the previous night. Like, he didn't, he didn't like, double down and say, like, oh, well, you know, I can't have someone just being negative all the time. Like, you know, positive vibes only. <laughs> like, he was very clear about why he couldn't handle any more of that at the given moment. Um, and then Elizabeth was incredibly emotionally man manipulative, saying, like, oh, that wasn't a shot. Like, like the whole thing, like, I, I, I know if I, if she took a shot, like, that's very, like, threatening, uh, for no reason yeah. in this case. Yeah, no, totally. Like, super, like, super aggressive. Right, right. Like, that's, and, like, the whole idea of trying to teach someone empathy, she's definitely deluding, she's trying to, like, pass off what she was doing as something else. And I think there's a decent chance, given the way this is written, that she also was lying to herself about her intentions. That, like, she wasn't necessarily aware of what she was doing and then trying to convince, you know, trying to tell her husband it was otherwise. I think she probably, in her own mind, was justifying it as, oh, I'm just trying to teach him empathy and not realizing, Bro, no, she's really just how, responding out of emotion. How the fuck did Redditors yeah. read this and say that he was the asshole? Like, I... I... Yeah. I, I can't wait to read the comments. I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like, holy no, that's fine. Crap. Like, how do you come away from this being like, oh yeah, he's the one at fault for, for this whole and change? Like, like she's like, she's literally gaslighting him at the end, also saying yeah. like, why do you feel like I'm taking a shot? Like, that's a you thing. Like, you have to work on how I take things. Right. Like, give me the benefit of the doubt. Like, come on, bro. Like, that's not what happened. Like, let's be yeah. for real here. You literally baited him. You said what's wrong he told you <laughs> you just wanted to make him feel bad mm -hmm. like you could have just instead you could have instead to say hey i really think we should talk about what happened last night like i felt like i needed to like what she said in the con like in the in their talk and he was explaining it but then you know she just did like a shitty thing so like it made him like it made it makes him more averse to wanting to hear her out because she's just thorny you know yeah and one thing I, we're, we're about to get into the comments because I, I'm with you here in terms of being, you know, really surprised people see this differently. But I, I will say, I think there's one thing that's worth noting, which is that in their first, uh, you know, confrontation where he didn't want to listen to her anymore, she was the one who reached a breaking point because she was so upset that he said that they needed to break off the conversation. And she stopped, stared daggers at him, said that was not okay, and walked off upstairs. Him hanging up on her in the phone call the next day is very similar to, you know, snapping a one-liner and walking off. Like, he did the same thing that she did when pushed to an emotional breaking point, which is just, you know, saying, basically just saying, this is enough, I need to step away, and then we'll discuss it later. Only she didn't discuss it later in a productive yeah. way. She That's decided to just turn point. it on him. That's a really valid point. <laughs> Thanks. All right. actually, yeah, no, yeah, they, that, that point there, yeah, totally seals it as he's not the asshole. Completely. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can see the down vote from me on the top comment. Yeah. It sounds like you also have poor communication skills. I knew it, bro. I, <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Validating her for her frustration, but then changing the subject isn't really anything. You could have offered a solution like, I'll call them up and find out what's what. But instead, you acknowledged it and then changed the subject. 
then you found yourself in a frustrating situation and she called you out and you, he, and you he didn't find himself in it she directed the frustrating situation yeah, yeah. and you hanging up was a tantrum because you showed how hypocritical you were being you're the asshole no, and then the, the re reply says what you said she initiated the phone call and specifically asked why op was upset then she got mad at him for his answer how is the wife not among the assholes yep uh yeah the next one it just says i said i know my quoting the op i said i know my family's communication skills are poor looks like you inherited it too <laughs> the asshole what an idiot these people are yeah. so dumb <laughs> oh my god mm -hmm. and then someone responds thankfully it seems like even though the top level comments are amazingly dumb some of the replies are good like this person says what the fuck are you even reading what the fuck are you even reading the op how is quote can we talk about something more positive i want to talk with with and spend time with you but i'd like to discuss the things that build me up poor communication and how is his wife reaction not completely spiteful and condescending what is this stop smoking people For don't real, treat dude. your partner as an emotional dumping ground without making sure they're in a headspace that can handle that and don't bait your partner into a discussion with false pretense just to teach them a lesson y'all are assholes <laughs> i completely agree yeah like I, I i will say that comment maybe goes a little bit too far the other way and that i we kind of both agreed that his initial comment about the positivity was not well worded but i i agree with that comment more than the you know top comment dude it's just crazy like i don't know how he's his wife is demonstrating worse communication like skills like yeah to me it just reads that she's just so frustrated with his family she's just taking it out on him like mm -hmm. that, that's all i read it as yeah the next comment thankfully is the first nta it says i'm going to go against the grain and say nta it is okay that you didn't have the patience or emotional capacity to deal with your wife's burdens in that moment you also have your own needs and limits your wife clearly waited for an opportunity to take a shot at you with that statement and is now gaslighting you to try to get you to believe she was completely, teaching you empathy. Shit. Your wife sounds super manipulative. Yeah. Completely. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find... There's one comment in particular that I, I really wanted to... Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, here. Okay, so this one first. This person says, there are some YTA votes in here that I can't imagine came from grown adults. Can we talk about something more positive is communication. It's one person telling the other they have reached their capacity for a given topic. Asking someone to tell you what's wrong, then cutting them off to intentionally make them feel bad is not communication. It is an attempt to hurt someone on purpose to make a point. You express your feelings and accidentally hurt your wife. Your wife hurt you on purpose to make a point. Those are not equal. <laughs> that is complete. Yeah, that's a perfect summation of everything. Yeah. And then something that is, is what we were saying, that the reply to that says... Can we talk about something more positive? Doesn't resolve anything though. Yeah. I don't have the bandwidth for this right now, but I'll handle it tomorrow is entirely different. And I think that is sort of the balance there between the hard NTA and hard YTA yep. takes, which is that, you know, he just could have worded it better. Yep. He actually replied to that. I don't know if you saw. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, let's see. Uh, it was this one. He said, that is a very good way to put it. Thank you. I intend to use that in the future. Yeah. You know, so. once again, building up the fact that he is not this horrible person, you know, he's clearly learning from this. Yeah. And this person doesn't even give a vote. They just say, I'm hung up on the fact that she said, you always believe the worst in me. And your response was to try to give her the benefit of the doubt in the future. That's not a healthy relationship at all. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, like, yeah, it, it, in general, it seems like 
a solid 80% of the time, the person saying you always believe the worst in me or something to that effect is doing that to try to like paint a certain picture and that isn't valid. And yeah. then the other, in the other 20% is that the person is legitimately awful to them and like, you know, is always making them seem like Bloody. a evil person. Yeah. Let's see. There's one specific comment that I, uh, rem that I, I remember reading that I'm trying to find here. Uh, let's see. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's this one. You can't imagine how this sub would flame a husband if he tried to teach his wife, wife empathy or said, you'd fucking know if I took a shot. <laughs> so valid. Yeah. Right. Right. This is, you see it in both directions, but this is definitely Reddit siding with being more inclined to side with the, the wife, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, that kind of took us to a decent time to end. I had one more, but it's, it's kind of long as well so that might be a decent spot to end it if that's good with you unless you had anything else on this post oh you want to end it now uh, yeah i mean we're we're sitting at an hour 15 so i feel like that's a decent spot for it oh, yeah sure yeah yeah i think i think we said everything mm -hmm. so yeah i i just this one has been living rent free in my head so i'm glad that we got to discuss it because i was we like finally... how on earth are people yeah. saying this guy is the asshole? we finally found one we disagreed with for reddit yeah yeah I'm glad that we're mixing it up. We're not always against Reddit. We're always with it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think this is on a different, um, like, subthread than the other one. Because the other one came from uh, Two Hot Takes. Yeah, and this one and is... this was from the... Yeah. Uh, the OG yeah. sub. The yeah. OG. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, detectives, it's been an honor working with you. <laughs> we'll it's been, it's been an honor. Week. Totally.